You can kick your fancy ales, you can take them by the flagon, but the only food for the brave and true comes from the green dragon. Tariel is a warrior in Therendwil's household, a formidable fighter and ranger patrol leader. Her status and kindly heart make her an unlikely but valuable ally in the Dwarves' quest to Erebor. That was the bio description for Tauriel, and this is another Know Thine Enemy, of course. This week's character is Tauriel. Mm. I have said that right, Tauriel. Yes. Yeah, I, I believe so, Tauriel. Yes. We needed Matt on here to give us the correct pronunciation. Oh, no, no. Let's just, a stippler for that. Let's just call it Tauriel, and if we've got it wrong, I'll, I'll replace <laughs> it all. Well, let's introduce who we have at the table today. To my right, we have Jeremy. Hello, they let me on a Know Thine Enemy. This is really exciting for me. I normally don't talk about these. I know, I'm sceptical to say I am going to do so well. And to my left, we have Mason. Thank you for having me again. Oh, it's great to have you back, Mason. (laughs) Well, let's get straight into it. Mason, what does Taro have at her disposal? She is fight value 6 with a shoot value of 3, strength 4, defense 5, attack 3, Wounds, 2, Courage, 6, 3 Might, 2 Will, 3 Fate. And her war gear options? Her war gear is she has an Elven Cloak, Armor, Elf Bow, and 2 Daggers. Decent, decent war gear options there. Come on, tell me the good part. And, alright, everyone's waiting for her special rules. Special rules, she has a Woodland Creature, of course, yep, being an Elf. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. And Blade Mistress. <laughs> Dun dun dun. What does Blade Mistress do? Toriel receives an additional attack for each enemy model she's engaged with after the first. This bonus is determined at the start of each fight and lasts until all strikes from that fight have been resolved. So don't trap her, ever. Well, I'll get into that in a bit later yeah. as well. Sometimes <laughs> you have to, but ideally you want her to be fighting more than one model because she gets yeah. better the more she fights. Is there anything else that does this in the game? The Merkwood Rangers and the Merkwood Ranger captains, but they're not. Tariel isn't capped like they are. They Mm. get a maximum of plus three. Oh, really? She Mm. doesn't have a cap. She doesn't have a cap. So if you trap her with the most, which is six other models, she can go up to eight attacks. I didn't actually realize. No one's had the the guts to do that to me. Like most of the time, I only get one Mm. or two extras, but that is amazing. I think the only time someone would be ballsy enough to do it is if A, they have a higher fight value captain in combat with her, or B, a bat swarm. Or C, insane. Yes, but again, why? Well, unless you're trying to get your ooh, unless you're trying to get your models killed. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we've moved way on. Let's let's yeah. look at some of the other things. We're going to talk about this the whole time, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we probably are. She's got quite a nice pose, though. I quite like her pose. The the model. Yeah, the model. The the, the plastic one or the latest release one. The plastic one, the very first one. I quite like it. Yeah, it's very got, dynamic. It got a bad rap, didn't it, when it first came out? I think it's because her chest is sticking out. But in the fine cast one, it is too. Yeah, so. I'm not. I don't think it's too much of a distraction. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just realized what I said then. But really, you're distracted uh, by the breasts of a little 28 mil model. I don't. I'm not. I said I wasn't oh, good, distracted. Good to hear. I'm just saying other people are. Maybe, maybe I haven't actually, yeah, I didn't pay a lot of attention to that. What we heard a lot about was the face. And unfortunately, I think the paint job they've given her in the, the books mm. doesn't really show off. Because I've seen your, you your paint job and your paint job does Oh, amazing. Justice. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that compliment. <laughs> You're welcome, Jeremy. Uh, well, I guess we'll get into a bit of no vining of thine enemy. Okay, what do we do here? I don't actually know this one. All right, so 
for starters, we talk about what's good about Tara, what we, we would use her for, what are her strengths. Mason, would you like to start? What do you reckon Tariel's good at? Well, she's a good alternative to Legolas for combat. So usually you'd take Legolas or Grandul or just even maybe a captain for the elves, whereas they are good in combat, but you have to upgrade them and so forth. So this gives you an alternate option of taking them with still having the three fate and... Three might. Yeah. I think she's more than just an alternative option. I think she's the option. I haven't seen a Thrandall's Halls list yet that hasn't ran Tauriel. She does seem to stand out, and I always like to take generic captains and the other ones, and I'm, I really like the story there. But from a game point of view, you weigh up the other options, and, and if you can fit them all and take them all, take the named heroes. But the Merkled Ranger captain compared to Tauriel, it's Tauriel. no choice. She's just brilliant. Yeah, the Merkled Ranger captains are sort of... You take them once you've taken Tariel. Yeah. And, and they're well, good, but they are nothing compared to Tariel. She's just, she's phenomenal. She has so much power behind Phenomenal her. is the word you're looking for. Yeah. Not I've like the phenomenal snowman. Yeah, the phenomenal snowman. Yeah, okay, so what has she got that's over the captain? It's the extra might, isn't it? She has defense boost as well, so she's oh, got nice. defense five instead of four. Yeah. Uh, she so also has, fate? yes, three fate instead of one over the captain. Obviously might as well, and... Even will. She's got two will, not one will. And her blade, the uncapped blade rule. Yeah. And three attacks. Three attacks instead of the two base as well. Yeah. They are a massive amount of upgrades. And what's the difference in points between her and her ranger captain? A ranger captain is 75 Mm -hmm. and Toriel is 90. So that's a bargain. 15 points. I feel they might have miscalculated the maths to coin a phrase there. I think she needs to be 10 points more, but even then, she's still a bargain. She'll still be a bargain at 10 points more, I think. Yeah. I think the main restriction is that there's only one Tauriel, so yeah. Yeah. it's not going to make a huge difference. There are ways to get around her, but she's definitely a bargain, and yeah, if she was a standard captain profile, that would just be phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you like to run... Tariel with what do you what would you prefer to run her alongside with? I've taken her a few times at tournaments. My generic one and the one that I enjoyed the most was her with Legolas and Therendwil. So I had the three heroes. Yep. Therendwil had a, a half size warband of the what are they, Merkwood Guard? Uh, Palace Guard. Palace Guard, yes. One had a banner and the rest had spear and shield, including the banner guy. Yeah. So I think it was about six or seven of them, not entirely sure. So about half size warband. And then I take Tauriel and Legolas with full warbands of Merkwood Rangers. And what that means is it's a skirmish force where you've got the reserve for Tharanduil to come and help them out and to put the terror down and the, the nature's wrath. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you want to draw their combat troops towards Tauriel. The enemy is usually smart enough to go away from her. Mm. But you get a lot of options there, and I think they really support each other. They're very expensive models. Like, nothing's less than 14 points in that army. So when yeah. I first put it down, I thought it was a bit of a joke. And I thought that it wouldn't really do much because the model count was so low. And then you saw the light. And then I played it and then I went, oh, this is a bit nasty. Yeah. I look at Tauriel and go, holy crap, that is a lot of power. Because it's very easy for you to charge and get four attacks with her because of her blade mistress. Like, easy to proc that, that special rule. And you consider four inches or five inches in front of your army, just within Tharanduil's radius, so you can spear support if you need her. And what does the enemy do? Do they charge with one model? She'll take one model easily. If they charge with a bunch, she can strike up and kill them all there. She's really tough to deal with in that way. She does die. She's only got Mm. a small amount of wounds comparatively and a low defense. 
So if she is trapped and does botch, she will go down. But she is such a roadblock. And if she's not your leader, you don't care if she dies. So you can just yeah, throw her forward. She can be that suicide suicide missile that goes straight up the enemy character. And one other thing I think we haven't really talked about a lot is her bow. She's still a three-might character with an elf bow. Oh, do you want to tell them the story about the barrels out of bonds? Uh, I think I've already uh, regaled our I'm going to say already. it anyway. Okay. I go. shot down Bolg and the look on Travis's face. I got had Legless, Tauril, and I think it was one Merkwood uh, Ranger. Uh, it was six Merkwood Rangers. Yeah, but only a few Thank of them had you. a shot. They were on the barrels and they, they saw Bolg came up because we're using Bolg this time instead of Azog. He came up over the hill. Fire! They all pulled out their arrows. Legolas spent a bunch of might. Tauriel spent a bunch of might. And down went Bolg. And down went Travis's face. He was so disappointed. And he just went, I've lost this. Yep. And the annoying thing was that was just after the game where you had shot out Dwalin with the uh, Hunter Orcs. In which Travis had boldly proclaimed he was going to dominate the game and kill the dwarves as well. He was so confident going into them. And Tauriel yep. spoiled his day. And Legolas. But Tauriel spoiled his day because that's the topic here, isn't it? Yep. Mason, we haven't heard much from you. What are your thoughts on Tauriel? Well, I think she's good with both the palace guards and the rangers. I mean, you can keep her back with the rangers. She's got an elven cloak, so she can still shoot. She's, as I said, good in combat, so she's still good for being in the front line with the palace guards. She, yeah, I, I think she's really good for 90 points because she... <laughs> I don't know what else yeah, to say. Yeah, well, she is. She's really good And she, she goes with all the elf stuff, even the, the the new released items from the Battle of Five Armies. She yeah. blends yeah, in those that, fine. Yeah. I was playing her with Lake Town, and I felt really dirty about this one. But at a tournament just recently, I had her at a 250-point uh, army list. So 250 points, not a lot of points for Mirkwood Elves. So I had her. I had her handmaidens, so Mirkwood Elf Rangers, yep. and then the warband of Alfred with his guard. And initially I put this in because I wanted to play my Lake Town guard, and I hadn't got the full army done, but the combination between Alfred and Tauriel was once again because, one of those ones, hang my head in shame. Because what's better than a Tauriel? Well, oh, borrow me a level Tauriel with six points yep. of mine. Yep. Yep, and even if you only get a couple, and you don't care, one extra point of might is brilliant for her, because she's only really vulnerable once the might's gone. That's true, because with so many attacks and so many might to boost those attacks, it's very hard to take her down. She does still have three fate, though. So that's... Mm, she yep, can take absolutely. a hit as well. And, and she's got one of the best items that I think is the Elven Cloak on a hero. Yes, uh, we have talked much. Have you of... talked about that? Can uh, I talk the... about it again? It is amazing. Yeah. Ringwraiths, just ignore them. Put her behind a handmaiden. Put her behind a lake town guy. Put her behind a tree. Anything. You have to get close to it. You don't want to be within six inches of Tauriel because she'll jump out and slice you up with her daggers. So as magic defense, it is phenomenal or phenomenal. Either one. <laughs> well, I guess we probably should go into how to deal with Tauriel. How do you fight Tauriel? Because we've talked about how just how much raw power she has. She's on a similar tier to Boromir. And characters like that in just uh, terms of just raw, ignorant power. Just straight ignorant up... power? Not ignorant. Uh, raw, arrogant power. Okay, that, that works yeah. a little bit better than yeah. ignorant Sorry, power. that was the word I was looking for. Arrogant. Yeah, she's just got so much just raw, raw power in her stats. How do you fight something like that? I prefer not to give away the secrets as I've been playing her lately. <laughs> Too bad. Mason, do you have any ways to beat her? Yeah, um... <laughs> I feel that you do have, obviously, two options. If you try and trap her and put as many models on her, if she does botch and she's run out of might, 
she's still gonna be able to be trapped and then killed. Like mm. eventually, she's gonna go down. But that that is a tough ask, though, to take down a character with eight attacks or five attacks. Or, but if or, you're trapping her, you've got just as many dice, and it's just a, whoever I gets to roll the highest. It's 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 a tricky one with high fight. Yeah, which is the next step. You've got to get rid of that might. If she's got might, she's very, very hard to beat. Um, sometimes you have to do the gamble and go off for the, the fight 10 versus her fight 10. She'll often start with higher fight than most things. She mm. doesn't have an Elven Blade, which is an interesting yeah. one. Yeah, I so took her down draws with are okay. once. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But I like to... I think the best way is either to avoid her totally, so just stay away from her. Let her shoot you with a bow. She'll do a little bit of damage, but if she's not in combat, she's not going to make her points. For her buff, yeah. Or force her to use the might. Get her into combats with captains who are throwing away might to strike up. Put her into the low-level heroes. Put her into some models that she's really tempted to do a heroic combat. Force her to do a move, a march to get back into thing. Anything you can do to take away her might is really important. Mm. On that as well, I'm looking, I'm looking at her and going, she's defense five, so she is susceptible to... Mm. You can wound her. You can wound her. And I'm looking going, the way I would deal with her is one of two ways. One with either, say, a Gundabad or Captain, something with defense seven, because defense seven works pretty well against her. Defense seven is the magic number, because being strength four, yeah. she has... She has a hard time getting through it, and it's actually a really good way to take off her might. Put a Defense 7 models into her, she'll start throwing away might to wound them, yeah. and they can slow her down and get your opponent frustrated. Yeah, I think that would be one of the better ways of dealing it, and probably one of the more reliable ways of dealing with her is a Defense 7 Captain, or uh, if you happen to be a Goblin player, throwing a, a Fury block in front of her. Just m keep forcing the wounds onto saves. On throwing... Pick up a guy if you've got a monster, throw it at her. Yeah. Stop her doing damage. Put and her on that, the ground. That was going to be my second solution is monsters. Yep. Monsters have the great effect of twofold effect here is if they're not quite in range to charge her directly, you can pick up guys and put her on the ground. That's probably the best way to deal with her is put her on the ground because even if you charge her and she gets all these massive amounts of attacks, she still can't strike you back if she's on the ground. Yes, and she might get the occasional wound from the model that's been thrown at her, but if she's not putting her weight, the, the army she's with, she is a still a big investment. They're going to have to work extra hard to make up for yeah. the fact that probably one of them Achilles models is not doing her job. So put her on the ground. Get close range magic is another one. Barrow whites and ring Yeah, close range magic will be useful, but then again, you run into the problem of uh, barrow whites being shot out by her might points. Or You've got it, to keep them away from yeah. the archery, yeah, and that's hard to do. And especially with with Tariel usually kicking around with a legless or a Thranduil. Yeah, she hangs those, out with some nasty elves. Keeping those safe is going to be a bit of a difficult task. However, flying Felbeast could be an option to get in range for the for the spells or at a pinch getting those good hurl lines off so getting in position hurling knocking around the back and maybe taking a couple of the Merkwood elves that are around her out as well and you can also do the halo tactic which is my default for almost anything basically you have a circle around the model which is six inches and a little bit so yep. whenever the model is there you do whatever you can to stay that far away with a model that moves six inches it's actually quite easy to do yeah and you just you say, that's one of my goals of the game. I'm going to stay that far away from her all the time and just starve her of opportunities. And then when finally she has to commit, which she will eventually, hopefully there's not enough friends around where you can force some might out, you can do the heroics, you can throw your bat swarm or your, your troll into her or really help out. Also, one more thing. Her special rule does say after the first. So 
if you're doing a 1v1, she's not getting that extra attack. Correct. So she's also paying for that special rule in the 90 points, meaning if you're doing 1v1 with a more expensive model, she's not getting the rule she's paying for, and you could easily outdo her with a strong monster. Yeah, or... I have seen, actually, as well, um, a single Urukai Berserker with a two pike supports kill Atari on a single round of combat. The only time I've lost her in a tournament game was I was against dwarves, which I hate tournament games. You have to play good versus good. And as an elf player, I hate dwarves, but they had to defend seven dwarves. So I wasn't really killing any of them. And then a king's champion came along and just one-on-one the king's champion with the banners behind meant that I couldn't really take them out. And yeah. he didn't he didn't do the, the piercing strike, which I wanted him to do. So I won about half the combats. Couldn't wound when I won the combats. Didn't want to spend my might on the wounding because getting one wound on a king's champion with five heralds with the heralds behind yeah. is not worth it. You need to be doing them naturally, and especially that way as well with the king's champion. Defense nine. How's Tarot going to crack defense? Yeah, he nine? only had the one herald behind, but that was enough. That yeah. was plenty. Yeah, anything higher than defense seven, she doesn't like. She needs to be killing multiple models. She needs to be locking to do and boosting her attacks to give her more chances to kill even one model. Mm, and I think that's probably the other good way of dealing with it is duel her. One-on-one her. Yeah, one Go on one. heads up with a character that, you know, is fight six or higher and has the stats that can take her on. Because, interestingly, she loses one-on-one duels to, like, Aragorn's, Gimli's... Characters of that sort of three attack, fight six sort of mark, she loses duels to them, so duel her. She can win. She wins about half of them, but that's but, yeah. that's enough because she will take wounds when she's wounded. Yeah. The other thing is something like a bat swarm. Just give her a bat swarm and let her take two turns to get through it or one of those, what's the wag with the goblins riding it? Marauder. Uh, that would be another good one on the charge. Four attacks on the charge mm. in the Marauder. She won't be able to kill it or she'll be struggling to kill it in one go. And if you win the combat... Four attacks at. Do the spear supports four. count as the extra no. attacks? So, so if you have pikes, you're still yeah, only yep. getting. That's a good way to do it is to put one model into her and then spear support uh, it. Yeah. Easterling Captain with the Falicorn. Yep. One strike up into her. If you're smart enough to be able to get the one on one trap with the pike support, you'll be throwing four dice with the three plus to win. She wants to be on her own because if she's in a crowd, it's very easy to trap her and she prefers to work on her own and avoid the traps. So take that to an advantage. Try and squash her force together so that she's getting one-on-one traps where you choose her combat first. She fights you. If she loses, you're doubling your strikes. And a lot of them will go through. With defense five, it's not too hard to wound. Mm. So you've got to really put the pressure on her, stop her from doing what she wants to do, which is sometimes tougher. Yeah, it's a tough. it can be a tough ask, especially um, since she has the added benefit of... She's the sort of character with the sort of army that forces you to go to them. Yes, because they've got so much... She's always with shooters. Yeah. So if you can find a way to put them off balance, minimize their shooting, and then get into her... She won't like it if she's in a bad position. And she's one of those characters that if she is in a bad position... Yeah, she pays. She, she pays for it dearly. Don't be afraid to march into them. Yeah. I, I've So many people I've had with my tarot armies, they've got psyched out because I've seen her ability in combat. So she's almost won the game for me just by scaring them to come at me. Whereas put one, one guy a turn into her and then she'll eventually spend her might or she'll spend her attacks. But march at them. Get in the face. The elves will die one-on-one. Put one-on-one. If she's with something else themed, the lake town or that, they all die one-on-one. So just march in there, get in their face, use your high defense, shield against her if you have to sometimes. Even even like just just running through my head here, just even a um, generic orc, defense five orc, backed up by a spear support in combat with her. 
one on one. That's two attacks yep. to her three. And if you have a banner, that's three attacks to three. It's not unheard of for the yeah. orc to win the combat. And, and sometimes she finds a hard time to get a banner because the model she's with is so expensive. She's mm. often mm. without a banner, so you can use that yeah. for your advantage. The as banner well. is usually sat sitting behind the palace guard that she's usually rocking around with, boosting yep. there. But if combat. you attack on multiple fronts, they can only put their banner in one spot. Yeah, and you'd be struggling to put two banners in the Thranduil's horse list. All right, guys. Well, thank you for your thoughts on Tariel. I guess we'll get into some of our uh, scores now. Jeremy, why don't you start us off? What we give Tariel out of 10? Okay, out of 10, and I'm going to do a serious score this time because the last time I got kicked off, I think she is really, really good for the points you pay for her. From a scenario point of view, she's always dominant. She's always making a, a big deal about what's going on. She's very useful. Three Might alone makes her useful, but that Blade Mistress rule is just really fun to use. It gets both players thinking and interacting. It's not going to dominate the game because the other person can control it as well. They can say, I'm only going to put one model into her. But I think overall, she's really, really strong. I'm going to give her 9 out of 10. Please let me back on. It's not a 10. Mason? Yeah, I was just going to add on about people thinking that the game would be broken with her special rule and even the Rangers special rules. But there's ways around it, like spear supporting and... Yeah, so I would probably rate her 8.5 out of 10. Oh, decimals. Nice. 8.5. This is another... Well, I think this is the second time this has happened on the Drone Dragon where all three members of the cast are going to be very, very, very close to each other. I'm also going to go with Jeremy on this one. I'm going to give her a 9. I drop her one point simply for the fact that she can be dealt with. She's not invincible. She's not the auto-click win button, but for 90 points, you'd be a fool not to take her, to be honest. Probably, yes. Yeah. Uh, I agree with <laughs> You can win without her. She's not necessarily yeah. win. She doesn't make the army work, but she is just so good that you, if you're playing to the best of your ability with a competitive game, she can make the difference. She can make the difference. All right. Thank you guys for joining me for Know Thine Enemy Tower. And uh, as always, yeah, remember. more fun than I thought. And I'm going to talk again soon about the scenarios. Yep. I was just going to point out trap swing games, but you might not want to do it against Tariel. No, not against Tariel. Just before we move on, I want to mention the other profile for Tariel, which is the Tariel Mirkwood Exile, which came out with the Battle of Five Armies book. This has a very small amount of differences. Firstly, the points are five points less, but she has no bow. So that sort of equates itself out. She has a special rule called Vengeful Fury, which means that when Killy, the champion of Erebor, dies, her defense goes down to four, her strength goes up to five for the remainder of the battle. So that's very similar to the Elf Twins rule. It's a nice little scenario touch there, but it probably won't be present in most people's armies. The main difference for those points match players is that she's part of the Radagast Alliance warband rather than Tharendul's Halls. So she doesn't get to lead Mirkwood Rangers, but she does get to lead Eagles, which can be a quite a good trade-off because she's not an independent character. So the idea of her with Eagles, although it didn't really happen in the, the movies, is a decent option. She's still quite the fighty character. Welcome to Know Thine Scenario, Tariel. Here I, Jeremy, will talk about Tariel in scenarios. Now firstly, I have only recently got my Battle of Five Armies book, so I haven't actually tried the what looks a very exciting scenario. 
It's called the Assault on Raven Hill. It's got Exile Tariel. I haven't played that one yet, so that will save for later. I promise you that we'll go through that in a later episode. But there are three scenarios that feature Tariel from the Desolation of Smaug book. Now, if you're lucky enough to get this book after it got discontinued from the website, please play through these scenarios. They're really good fun. Get a group together and have a go. The first of these is called Flies and Spiders Part 2. This is where the dwarves tangled in their webs, Bilbo's fighting to save them from a huge amount of Mirkwood spiders, and then the elves led by Tauril and Legolas come on and save the day. Tauril comes on the end of turn 1 in this game, and basically you've got to get to the middle as soon as possible. Do not be tempted to shoot the spiders. You won't get through, you'll hit their back ranks, and they'll regenerate. So go as close to the dwarves as you can. You've got 3 points of might, and so does Legolas, which is huge for this scenario, because none of the dwarves do. So you've got to use that to increase your movement. Charge a spider with a bunch of elves, trap the spider, and call the heroic combat wherever possible. Move to the middle, and then block it off. You'll rarely get to use the blade mistress rule in this scenario, because it's unlikely you'll fight multiple spiders. Tyrell on her own can take down a spider probably just over half the time in terms of wounding, but she still has to win the fight, so you're better off having some elf friends in there to almost guarantee it. Spiders aren't too hard to kill if you've got a couple, and then if you've got a trap, they're incredibly easy to kill. But watch out, they are deadly. If you do botch, they will wound, and they're quite dangerous. Watch out for the paralyze. Spiders will probably try and shoot you with their webs. If they paralyze Tauriel or Legolas, you're in a bit of trouble there. So make sure you keep moving, block it off, and help out those dwarves who aren't very reliable. They tend to get equivalent to paralyzed. Then we have Barrels Out of Bond Part 1. This is one of my favorite scenarios. I know they've talked about it in the podcast before, but I made a custom board for this. And I was really excited because it's something quite different. The dwarves are in the barrels. They're going down the river and Tariel, a bunch of elves, Legolas as well, are going to try and save them. Now, the special part of the scenario is that there's barrel riders. Models can jump onto the barrels to help them out. This is what you should be doing with Tariel in this scenario wherever possible. It's tempting to go on the bank and take down as many hunter orcs as you can or warg riders or wargs, but that doesn't really help you too much. It means that... She can get bogged down. She really helps you out in the first few turns, but then she goes missing for the rest of the battle. So what I recommend is first turn you get her on, go jump on a barrel. It doesn't really matter which one at this point, get on the barrel. You can always jump later. Use your might to make sure you make that jump. Do not end up in the water. I've had many elves drown in the water. We've actually had Azog drown at one point in the water as well. So watch out for that. Use your might to swim if you have to. Ideally, you want to sit on top of one of the dwarves that are easy to kill. So your Owens, your Auris, or any of those type. Make sure that she's threatening. Hunter Orcs probably won't charge her. She might have to jump on the barrels to help them out. She can shoot her bow while on the barrels, and that's very helpful as well. So make sure she's going aggressive. One of the tricks I like to do with her is to call a heroic combat against a Hunter Orc on top of a barrel, then jump onto another barrel to save a dwarf. Really makes it fun and cinematic. Most of the time the dwarves can handle themselves, but it's really useful if you need to go and start fighting Azog or if you sub Bolg in as it is in the movie. Really great scenario. Please try that one. It's wonderful. And the last one that I'm going to talk about with Tyrell is Barrels Out of Bond Part 2. Now we watched the movie and this one seems to happen before the Barrels Out of Bond Part 1. A little bit confusing for us, but basically Killy's injured and Tyrell, Elves, Legolas, Palisgar this time as well, are going to go and try and save him while taking on some very powerful orcs, the hunter orcs and the fell wags again, with the, the hunter orcs riding them, Azog, 
or Bolg if you want to sub it out. I think that's fine now, especially now that we've got Bolg on Warg. I think that will look really good for the scenario. This one gives you the biggest opportunity to showcase Tariel's Blade Mistress rule. She can actually go and charge multiple Hunter Orcs. And it's tempting to throw her out just in front of your force, shoot with her, try and tempt the Orcs to charge her, and then take them on piecemeal to form a bit of a barrier. Meanwhile, Achilles running behind the palace guard, and they're essentially making a ring around him and, and helping defend him. Your general tactic for this one, for the good side, is to stay away and use your shooting. Maximize your shots and try and take down the hunters as soon as you can. So Tariel can be a bit of a deterrent to buy you more shooting turns. Use her as that. Throw a forward if you have to. It doesn't really matter if you lose her, although we like to play it from the storyline where if you lose a hero, we tease the person relentlessly. But by all means, throw her into combat. Try and suck down some of the big hero stats. Try and kill one of the small heroes so you get the special rule banner effect. And have fun with this one. It's actually very close to a points match game. So most people who play these armies, the Therinduals Halls and the Hunter Orcs, will be able to put this scenario together. The terrain, you've got the river on one side, but it's pretty easy to put together. So it's another good scenario. And that's all from me today. Once again, I didn't do the Battle of Five Army scenario because I haven't played that one yet. But I am really looking forward to it. And I've actually got the Dwarves and Tariel Exile and some of the other models on my painting table all ready to go. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on thegreendragonpodcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. Farewell, listener, until we meet again.